Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all nations, an evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgev. So for the for your for your life, knowing very well what is the will of God that cheaply, and you working in it, it shouldn't be a problem for us to struggle with you. We want to lift our voice and thank God for this morning and what God has has purposed to do with our lives. Lift your voice wherever you are. Begin to thank God. Let your voice be heard. Let your voice be heard in the heavens. Father, we give you praise. You want to thank God for what he's doing and for the way he's building his church, the temple of the Lord Jesus Christ for KMC, the stent he has brought it. We want to thank God for what he's doing. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. We give you glory, Lord. Many of us, our lives were considered by the enemy to destroy us. But God, by his mercies, the Bible says, by the mercies of God, we are not consumed. Has sustained us and you want to thank him. You want to thank him for his mercies. You want to thank him for his goodness. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you, Master and Savior of our lives. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a blessing it is. Oh, thank you, Father. There is something beautiful about the Lord. Let us sing with glass on high. Praise the Lord for he is kind. For his mercies shall endure. Let us sing with a glass on high. Praise the Lord for He is kind. Come on, lift your voice. For His mercies shall endure. Faithful for his mercy. 
mercy for His mercy. Your mercy shall endure. The faithful for His mercy. Come on, let the heaven hear your voice. Sing it unto Jesus. Shall endure ever faithful. The sinner whom I brought, brought in, Let us sing, oh, let us sing with a glass of heart. Praise the Lord for He has for His mercy shall endure. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. For your mercy. Lord, for your mercy. Ever faith. Ever sure. I said, Lord, we thank you for your mercy. Oh, your mercy, Lord. Lord, your mercy, your mercy. Nothing for your mercy. Come on, church, lift your voice. Shine and you're ever faithful, ever faithful, ever sure. Can we sing it again for your mercy, Lord? Oh, your mercy. Your mercy shall endure. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah. Can we do it again and again? Oh, I can sense his presence right here. Oh, Lord, your mercy. Oh, your mercy shall endure. Montonyum for Fromano, all your sign, Yankopon, no, yes, where woo a dinkunim, where woo your sign, all your sign, ah. Oh, yeah, 
first of all from the book of exodus chapter 7 the verse number 10 i pray this prayer from the book of exodus chapter 7 the verse number 10 let's quickly put it up there there are certain people they are the factor of your retrogression there are certain people they are the reason why you are not seeing your next face and your next level the bible says that moses and aaron went unto pharaoh and they did so as the lord had commanded and aaron casted down his rod before pharaoh what did i say Seven ten. this seven ten. Yes, all right let's let's move to 11 12 i think i've missed my scripture 13 now the bible says something it said that the people let me just uh, paraphrase it said the people told pharaoh that don't you see that because of these people we are being destroyed because of this man he said we are being destroyed let them go he said do what let them some people have to leave there are certain men they must live your life he said because of this man we are doing what we are being destroyed Say, let them leave. Let's look at Ecclesiastes 7, verse 26. If I'm right, I just hope I'll, this time I'll get my scripture right. Ecclesiastes 7, 26. Sheba Dabai. Media can be fast. And I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is near and net. Now, Exodus said that these men have become snare unto us. That's what Exodus says. This man has become snare. Now, Ecclesiastes said that this woman is a snare. So, there are certain men who are snare. You can't snare. It's a fide trap. And there are certain women who are also what? Snare. Say, so I find more bitter than death. The woman whose heart is snare and nets and her hands as bands who so pleases God shall escape from her. I thought you shall amen. amen. <laughs> but the sinner shall be taken by her. This thing we are, to, we are seeing here, you think that is an ordinary scripture. It's not an ordinary scripture. This is speaking about the agents of darkness who are human. Human agents of the enemy. There are certain human beings. Do you understand? The Bible says they, 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 they you see, this Hamas Israel war is teaching me a lot of things in scripture. It's teaching me a lot of things. This I was just reflecting, meditating on it this night. I was like, ah, it is so true that you look at Israel, you can understand the scripture so well. So true. How come does the enemy of Israel now is instructing the people to move to the north because of the ceasefire? so that they can use them as human shield so these are human beings which by the law of war you are not supposed to kill civilians but yet when a military man is standing with a civilian you if you cannot if you're not a sniper to kill the military man and leave the civilian if you kill both it's an offense it's against the laws of law so this amass guys built their operations and their uh, their weapon areas around hospitals and schools so that if they bomb it it becomes against the laws of what of war the same thing satan does 
sometimes he doesn't come so that you will cast him so that you will bind him so that you will curse him no sometimes he uses a human agent which is not bindable you cannot bind a human being and you cannot cast out a human being so sometimes he uses a human agent and operate through that human agent against your life and the bible is saying that there are certain women okay and certain men who are snare he said and pharaoh's servant said unto him how long shall this man be a snare unto us how long shall this man be a snare some of us as i'm talking right now the holy spirit is actually opening your eyes to certain snares in your life who are actually human agents they are the reason why you are not seeing the glory of god you are not seeing the next dimension even as a church there are certain snares in this church which is the reason why we may not be moving forward we may not be seeing the glory of god as we intend to do hallelujah but the bible says that they that fear the lord shall escape hallelujah we are going to lift our voice the bible says cast out the scorner and strive with the word we says and scripture says that because of the fire the serpent came out of the wood we are trusting god and we are praying say lord intensify your fire the fire of your presence in our midst here and in your life you pray for yourself you are praying for yourself in my life that any human snare that is around me lord let it be expelled in the mighty name of jesus christ and let every connection between me and them lord be broken until the children of israel had to leave egypt they became a snare unto egyptians there are certain people when they are in your life they remain a snare lift your voice wherever you are and now begin to pray begin to pray begin to pray are you praying are you praying are you praying pray against every human snare some of you ladies who are about to marry satan is sending a snare into your life some of you women who are about to marry satan is sending a snare to your life some of you men who are about to marry satan is sending a snare some of you are about to step into ministry satan is sending a snare but you are praying you are saying by reason of your fire let every snare be expelled let every human snare be expelled let every human snare be expelled a certain friend is going to be the reason why you are not about to see your next level in the name of jesus are you praying lift your voice are you praying every human snare lord around your people around us we expel by the fire of the holy ghost we expel by the fire of the holy ghost jesus said you are an offense to me peter peter at the point became an offense to jesus by revelation he was able to make him out judas was a trap and a snare that led jesus onto the cross every demonic snare every human snare that has been assigned against our life are you praying are you praying shake up as a church every human snare lord scatter by fire 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 every human snare rock up Scatter by fire, God. Rekabelebo, 
Number three, he said, because of the voice of the enemy. Somebody say, because of the voice of the enemy. Are you ready to pray at all? Yes. Because of the voice of the enemy. A voice can change your destiny. I'm telling you. Because of the voice of the enemy. He said, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity upon me. How? By saying negative things about you. By saying bad things about you. By cursing you. By cursing you. This morning I was just thinking about confession. So when I came and Pastor Mike was talking about confession, he quoted that scripture. I was very excited. Because I realized that to join the most greatest society in the world, it is through confessing. And it is by the same confession you can step out. It is by confession that you become born again. And it's by the same confession you renounce it. So confession looks ordinary, but it is very powerful. Because nobody joins a lodge with money. How much are you going to give a Freemasonry to join it? By your words. What you say, then you are part of it. You don't pay Jesus to be born again. You confess him as Lord and personal savior. And then you are part of it. So confession is a powerful thing. And Satan knows this and sometimes he uses that against you. Why do you think Balak went to for Balaam, I mean Balaam to come and curse the children of Israel? How was he going to curse them by words? Because of the voice of the enemy. You are praying, you are saying, Lord, any voice of any enemy assigned to my life, let it sound like the voice of Ahitophel in the ears of hearers. 
may it never make meaning may it never make meaning and may it bring contention among the camp of the enemy in the mighty name of jesus christ lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray pray like you're a young man pray like you're a young woman pray like somebody who wants to capture his destiny in the mighty name of jesus Every lying voice, every accusing voice, every blackmailing voice, because of the voice of the enemy, as we lift our voice in prayer, let the voice of the enemy sound like that of Ahitophel when he disappointed. Let the people hear it as foolishness. Let people hear and get angry at the enemy. Let people hear and become irritated in the name of Jesus. Let the voice of the enemy be rendered of not any effective in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the voice, the voice, the voice. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You are praying it again. Some of you, you are, you are praying like you are worshipping. There are different types of prayer. You cannot bind the devil kneeling down. No, we don't do that. You cannot bind Satan. You don't do warfare prayer. The way you are doing some of you are the way you are doing it. No, 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 no. If it is true that the lifting of Moses' hand brought victory, then sometimes we must pray lifting our hands. Sometimes we must pray clapping. You must be active. You must be effective. The way some of you are standing there, you are praying. <laughs> you shock me. You are praying again. Psalm 55, verse 9. The same thing. You are praying. You are praying this scripture. Destroy, O Lord, and divide your tongue. As simple as that. Destroy, oh Lord, and do what? Divide your tongue. I was on site one day and a, a, a friend of mine came to site. I was there with Pastor Sammy. And this guy was talking and I was getting angry and I was getting annoyed. I got up and I left him. So Pastor Sammy saw it and when I went to stand somewhere, he was laughing. He was laughing at me because he saw that I was so irritated about the guy. Talking plenty, saying things. I was like, so it means that somebody's voice can irritate you. Can't you pray that Lord let the voice of my enemies irritate their hearers? Hey. So whoever they want to say something evil about you, so that they will believe them, may they rather feel irritated. Amen. So you are going to lift your voice and say, Oh Lord, oh Lord. divide your tongues. Divide your tongues and destroy it in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your voice in prayer. Divide your tongue and destroy. Lord, destroy and divide your tongue. Rakapaluatata, 
from him. Verse 13, if you're your kind. But it was thou, a man, my equal, my guide, and my acquaintance. Now, verse 14, your kaka home. We took sweet counsel together and walked onto the house of God in company. Sorry. Sorry. Menini shibom, minwedi ani mani be difiye. Ona no ya me best man, ona no ya me maid of honor. Mi ame nyongko, mi ame nyongko. David ife dinsa ha wasi mi nyayo, wasi let death seize upon them and let them go down into hell quickly, quickly. For wickedness is in their dwellings and among them. Any friend who is actually an enemy, who has pretended to be a friend of this commission. Who is actually an enemy who has pretended to be a friend of members of this commission? Anybody around you intending to destroy you, destroy your life, destroy your marriage, destroy whatever he has pretended to be a friend, but actually he's an enemy. You are praying and say, Let death seize them quickly and let them visit hell immediately in the mighty name of Jesus. Clap your hands and begin to pray. Any friend, any enemy that has pretended to be a friend, any enemy that has pretended to be a friend, Any enemy of this commission pretending to be a friend 
any enemy of this commission that mounts the stage yet is an enemy any enemy of this commission that sits in the pew yet is an enemy let death see such a person let death see such a person we declare and we decree in the name of Jesus and the members of this commission who an enemy has pretended to be friends let them seize in Jesus mighty name we are praying verse 16 said as for me I will call upon God and the Lord will save me beloved as you have called upon the name of the Lord the salvation of God is extended to you. Amen. I say the salvation of God is extended to you. Amen. He said, evening and morning and at noon will I pray. We have prayed this morning. May you enjoy the salvation of the Lord. Amen. And may you be delivered from every battle in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lift your voice in thanksgiving. Thank him. The sustainer of life. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. In the name of Jesus. Let your name be prayed this morning. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. Amen. Amen. I want you to shake somebody's hand and tell the person I love you. And you are welcome to church. I'm happy to see you in church. What a beautiful person you are. Tell the person you are very beautiful. Oh, tell the person. Tell the person. Tell the person you are very, very, very beautiful person. Some of the ladies are not able to tell the gentlemen. Oh my God, nobody is telling you. You are surrounded by many girls. They are afraid to call you a beautiful person. I'm talking about character. As for man, we are fearfully made, so you can't tell us we are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. What a blessing it is. Amen. All right. Let's take our seats. So, last week, what did I talk about? Why becomes it done? I don't even remember what I preached. Today, I'm talking about the weapons of our warfare. I'm talking about what? The weapons of our warfare. The question is, is there any warfare at all? So I receive grace from your presence, Holy Spirit. Anoint my lips. I pray that Lord, understanding would dawn upon your people. Every voice that may misrepresent communication of the word, we come against it in the name of Jesus Christ. Help me to communicate the truth and only the truth, even in Jesus' name. And let the truth deliver and save your people. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So I'm talking to you about the weapons of our warfare. The weapons of our warfare. Now, this life we are living 
in a war zone. I said this life we are living in where? In a war zone. Whether we like it or not, the Bible said that there was war in heaven. So one day there was war in heaven. Then it says Satan and his angels. Satan and his angels. They fought. They fought with Michael and other angels. And then Michael and the angels overcame Satan and one third of the angels of heaven. Now, the truth is, it is not one third of the, all the angels in heaven that Satan took. We have always believed that. It was only one third of the angels under his command. Because in, in the angelic realm, you do not take instruction from any angel who is not your commander. So a cherubim will not take instruction from a seraphim. Are you getting it? So if Satan is supposed to take one third of all the angels in heaven, then he has, he took some cherubims, he took some seraphims, he took many different departments of all angels, but it was the angels under his command. So what it means that others didn't respond to him. Like I was teaching you about your honor and respect and I brought in marriage and I was asking I asked the question who would you obey? Who are you supposed to obey? And we settled that matter here. You remember? The Bible says that the husband is the head of the family. Is that not it? And then the scripture says that Christ is the head of that husband. So for the husband to properly lead a wife or a family, he should properly be aligned with Christ. So to submit to a husband who is not submitted to Christ is an error. So you don't take an instruction which is an antichrist from a husband. You respect the husband, but you don't honor that one. It is wrong. We never knew this thing. So we felt like, oh, whatever a husband says, you have to obey. No. No, 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 no. The scripture didn't say that. The scripture didn't say that. Even two interpretation, two, one scripture. He said, children, obey your parents. First interpretation means your spiritual parents, your parents in the Lord. Second interpretation means that obey them according to the laws of God in the Lord. Obey them not outside the Lord, but in the Lord. So if your spiritual parents give you instructions which are not consistent with the will of God, you honor, you respect them, but you have to still disobey. When they were saying, I was thinking about this lady. I was sitting, sitting here and the Holy Spirit was teaching me the meaning of what I'm saying by using something that I have realized about Sister Vic. This lady I've observed can be very angry at you. But no matter how angry she will be, she will, even if she insults you, she will insult you respectfully. One day I was talking to her and she was spending, and uh, uh, that you see, sister so and so did this, and I didn't like sister. And she was polite, whatever you were, I mean, she was just polite, but she was expressing what, how she felt. And what she was saying was not nice, but like respectfully, she was saying it. 
Me pacho was a man can man can hear no much shame, but no yen a yen be anti miko kai, make a kaiano, me who send my suit into a quabai, and you didn't know me home, and to miss us off. I said, Wow. I was like, Wow. So while I was doing, I was looking at her, I was like, Hey, so this is it, eh? How to respectfully revolt against an ungodly advice. Very powerful. We are living in the world of warfare. We are strictly in warfare. When Satan came down, he didn't come as a man of peace. He came as a person of war. And the heavens recognizes and says, I'm saying, woe unto the people that live on the earth. Didn't you read this in the Bible? <laughs> you are quiet. <laughs> Revelation chapter 12 is there. Say, woe unto the people of this earth. Why? Because Satan, the accuser of the bread, he has been casted down to us. And he has come with great wrath. That's what the Bible says. See, he has come with what? Great wrath. He has come with great wrath against the people of God. So from the time the enemy came, look, we have been in battle. And like I told you, in preparation of this message, still went back to Israel. And then I understood what the scripture is saying. You realize that Israel is a nation per location alone. They are surrounded by enemies. It's a small nation. If you want to walk across Israel, if you want to walk across Israel in, the, in breath, eh, it will take you six hours on your foot. You can walk from one point to another point in Israel. Small place, oh. Small place, and I think this way is about three days or something. I, I, I don't remember, but I know I remember this one is about just six hours. You cross, it's like using plane from here to UK. But if you're walking on your foot, six hours time, you will reach the other end of Israel. And all around them, they are surrounded by enemies who are looking for opportunity to destroy them. And this is how the life of the believer looks like you are surrounded. By enemies that are looking for opportunity to crush you, to destroy you. So, Israel, when you get there, you realize that everybody is a military person, both men and women. In Israel, everybody is a military person. Because you don't do your national service in Cocoa Board in Israel. No, you don't get there and say, I want to do my national service. Where do you want to go? I want to go to GCB Bank. Where do you want to go? I want to. No, the moment it's national service, you go to the military. So when they were about to fight with the Palestine, the Hamas, they made a call that all Israelis must come for Gan. 300,000 people traveled in and they didn't need training. They went for Gan because they were already trained. And that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the shock. Ladies, you can see ladies wired to think of Hey, Papa. And this must be the life of the believer. The moment you are born, you should know that you are born into a war zone. And you see, because God believes that you can overcome, that is why he brought you. He knows you can handle it. Because scripture says there is no temptation which is not common to man. Even if it is not. He said he will make a way of escape for you. So you are not fighting this fight from the point of a loser. 
actually the warfare we are fighting on earth here we are fighting from the point of what a conqueror the bible says for we are more than what conquerors so you look at there are two situations with the, with the Israelites Natahu made a certain statement he said that many years ago the, the Egypt uh, Lebanon um, all the uh, Palestine all the uh, countries around they rose up they all came together against Israel Israel, they were able to fight they were able to fight them but they really 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 pushed Israel very far now Nanatawus made a statement he said something he said many years ago about 50 years ago they were a state without an army but now they are a state with what with an army and not just an army a strong one a strong one when he made that I laughed so, you see, that, that is the right thing. Eh? When I'm watching it, I watch it every night before I sleep. When I'm watching it, I watch with the spectacle of the believer in warfare. And I understand many things from there. I see many things. And they have, they have, they have, they have lost only 60, 60 men. As again, 2,500 uh, 2, soldiers of Hamas. So, you can just imagine what is happening. Even the 60 is paying them. Yesterday, the Hamas people said something. They have found out that Israel loves life. They love what? Life. And that is why they went for hostage. They went for 250 hostages. Now, the 240 And they are demanding 1,000 something something in replacement. So, they should release prisoners for their hostage. Because they know that Israel cannot stand watching 200 people dying at, in the hands of Hamas. So, they will, they will accept. And that's why there's a ceasefire. For this is fire. And the Israelites are not comfortable at all. In fact, it's not a good idea. For me, like this, it's not a good idea. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that. They should have taken something, something more terrible and tell them that in exchange for them people, but they, these are people who don't fear their lives. Into watching a nipa crown as you make one family nipa mamia mekuna and funny home or no bomb on the crop, personally send one of the blast off. So when you read the book of Revelation, he said these people uh, they, he said they overcame me by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they never loved their life even unto death. If you don't live like that as a Christian, the devil will always have a reason why you you can never be a successful Christian if you love your life like that. You can't because Satan would always touch what you love. He will always touch it. He will touch. He knows that your heart is with your wife. He will touch your wife. And then you will feel like, no, my wife is not fine. Pastor, I can't come to church. My, Pastor, my, but are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? If you are with your wife, what will you do? Will you give him injection? What will you do? Pastor, no, I can't do that. You will touch your money because you know your heart is with your money. He will touch. So if you don't come to the point where you can be said about you and they love not their life even to death, you can't be a successful person who can overcome Satan. You can't. You can't. You should be ready. Say, I'm ready. You should be ready for anything. I'm telling you, you should. Can you just imagine you living in Israel? You are living in Israel. Do you know they live consciously? Do you know that in Israel it's a normal thing to see rockets flying? Do you know rockets? I'm talking about bombs. You are there, you see a bomb flying. It's a normal thing. Like you are going to the market, you see now a bomb is coming. Ghana, if one bomb flies right now, we all begin to run away. But Israel is normal. Do you know why? It is the order of the day because 
At any point in time, the enemies are flying bombs. October 7, what happened? They flew 5,000 missiles to Israel. Just imagine 5,000 bombs to Israel. So, and you are working in Israel and you are not conscious of the, the threats of the enemy. You are not conscious of warfare. You are not conscious of the f- fact that anything can happen at any time. You are finished. You are finished. With the small confusion, political confusion that happened, should we remove Netanyahu? Should we let whatever? As they were deliberating, 7th October, before they could say, Jack, Hamas has broken through, destroyed their fence, and they went and killed over 1,400 people just like that. Within that short space of time. In less than six hours, they have destroyed such a people and caught 250 people and took them, took them in hostage. They just lost consciousness. And right now, they asked the president, President, what came? What is the problem? He said that he is not going to comment. And I, I agree with him. He said he's not going to comment about that until after the whole war. Because this is not a time to talk about hey, what happened. How did they break the war? Go and finish this people. Come back and let's discuss the, the whole show. So you have to be conscious always as a believer. Conscious always. It is everything about you is warfare. That's what you have to know. Everything about you is warfare. Everything about you. And today I'm going to open your eyes to see certain things. Everything about you is warfare. Your sleep is war. <laughs> your rising is even your dream is warfare. Everything about you. Because as you are walking, 5,000 missiles are flying over your head. They are looking for opportunity to land on your head. But for the dome, what is saving Israel is the dome. You know the dome? They, if you don't know, go and read about it. They have a dome which releases anti-ballistic missiles. I mean, I mean, anti-missiles, this thing. So the moment they are flying, it is also releasing, bombing them in the sky. So when you go to Israel, they call something shelter. Bomb shelters. They say they call something what? There's nothing like bomb shelter in Ghana. Yeah, if they are bombing us, maybe I could fall. I don't know where you run to, but <laughs> there's nothing like that here. The consciousness they have has made them design a technology that they are setting shelters around every house. That the moment they hear siren, they have set a sensor that reads the flying of missiles. So the moment a missile is flying, you hear the whole place, whoa! And people have to get into the bomb shelters. Because the moment a bomb lands and it blasts, it can bring down a house, but the bomb shelter will not destroy. And then it be- they become safe. Consciousness of that environment has made them build that bomb shelter. What consciousness do you have? Do you have that mindset? That consciousness that we are in a life where there is no fanfare but warfare? Do you have that consciousness that if I have to feel well, if I need to have a welfare, I must overcome my what? My warfare. Do you have that consciousness? Because this kind of consciousness is what is going to help you to be defensive and to be prepared. You will not live your life anyhow. You will not. I'm not sure that if they knew that this problem was going to come, they would have allowed that party that went on just close to the border. They were partying over a whole night. They were having peace party before they could realize parachutes were dropping, bombs were dropping, killing young people, both Americans. Everybody was killing everybody. Just like that. When you watch it, it's sad. And this is what is happening to some of us. But, you know, Israel lives in the midst of enemies. 
as masters. I said they do what? They live in the midst of enemies as what? Why? Because they are no longer weak like they used to be. Now they are stronger and a strong nation with a mighty army. A mighty army. When they set up, I don't remember hearing that, oh, Hamas has killed this. No, I don't, I don't, I don't hear that too. By the time like, Israel has neutralized this, Israel has neutralized. Israel has, I say, hey, just neutralizing the Hamas people just like that. Mighty army. The same thing that we have to, we are supposed to live. Because the Bible says that we are more than what? Conquer. Because Jesus has won the battle already. So we will live with that consciousness that we are actually masters. And you don't cross your leg as a master anyway because you have gone to offend somebody. You have gone to, you should know that at any point in time you will be attacked. So certain consciousness, certain stretches, certain things, certain life. When you go to Israel and Hamas, you still realize that no Israeli goes to Palestine for work. But many Palestinians come to Israel to work. They get up in the morning, cross the border and come to work at Palestine. But no Israelis go there. Because, oh, where are they? As for Ghanaians, we want to travel anywhere. How many of you want to go to Palestine? You'll be very surprised. This life we are living is strictly inclusively warfare. There is no part of this life left to any other thing. There is no part of this life, including our party, including our church service, including our enjoyment, including our lipstick. There is no part, part, take it from me. And I want you to understand this. There is no part of this life, no part of this life left to any other thing except warfare. Except warfare. It takes certain intelligence to be in charge. Of course. 2 Corinthians 10 3. 2 Corinthians 10 3. For though we walk in this flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So though we go to school, going to school looks fleshy, looks normal, it looks kind, it looks natural. But the Bible says there is a warfare beyond the natural concerning that thing that you call natural. Though you are walking to church right now, it looks natural, it looks normal. But the Bible says there is a warfare. You sit in car, you are traveling. There is a, it's a natural thing to be in a car. But there is a warfare. I don't know whether what I'm saying, you understand it. So the scripture is telling us that for though we walk in the flesh, though I see you, you see, you can meet somebody and then you want to hug the person. It looks normal, I'm just hugging. I'm just hugging. But this hug may mean something more than what you are seeing. Something more. Yeah. I know a woman. I won't mention her, her name. You, know, you may know her. She was sitting in the market. I was there. When somebody came and said, Hey, a woman, Hey, and the woman left. The next time that evening that she went to salon to go and do her hair, when the hairdresser held the hair, though we walk in the flesh, he said, We do not war after the flesh. So don't expect to see that an enemy will come and stand in front of you physically demonstrating hatred to you. 
No. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. So life, we are walking, we are executing, we are on vacation, we are actually progressing, we are doing many things, but sincerely, the things we are doing, they are not normal things in the spirit. And if you have this consciousness, you will live a certain way. You will live a certain life. You will move in a certain direction. You will not take things for granted. You will not take things for granted. When we started our temple, I knew that. Do you know what I knew? I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail. I looked at the word prevail and I realized that if there is prevail, that means there is contention. There's an effort to overcome, but it couldn't prevail. And to mean that, the majority of us here, because me, building church, okay, building church is like Jesus raising his church. But one of the things is that for a church to have a temple, a place of meeting, Satan will not like it. So right from beginning, call, ask them, contention through to now. Contention. We never drop. One day I was praying. God, but I knew I cut in the night, and the Lord opened my eyes, and I saw a man we gave the land to. I told him physically, a man we gave the land to go into a, a, a jujuma to go and finish me. I saw it clear. And then the guy we as the contractor we assigned to come and build the thing, his prophet called him and said, "There is a job you have been given at Akimoda. Papa na asasi no muje finish him no or the jujuma ni kuedruso." So when the Rasta guy came to tell me, I said, I know it already. Don't worry. I'll take care of that. I said, I know it. Don't worry. I'll take care of that. I met the man. I told the man. I said, Chairman, said, we are rough. Papa and Yeshua are born in Yeshua. Papa and Yeshua are born in. I told him, clear outside. Some of them people were there. He, he was shocked. He was shocked. We were working one day on site. A woman came there. Coming to ask how did we seek permission before coming to build it? Which, which permission is that? He, she will not allow. Started de- releasing cases. I said, I neutralize it with the blood. Open confrontation. And then I get a woman who tell me, Penny, open, open. Yes, you could come and Ferris will be soon. Yes, you and Ferris are here. Drobe day. A better lesson. Many made the form of the year, but maybe you know, Obesre, maybe you know, maybe you know, maybe you so as she confronted, I also called openly. I told the people what I declared on the land. I said no one would go under casualty. There will never be any emergency. Never be anything on this land. This temple will have emergency free issues and whatever. To the glory of the name of the Lord Jesus, we have never recorded one. So my God, you take things for granted. And the enemy would take advantage of it. You feel like, oh, mommy, not doing it. Not doing it. At the end, they're born in them. To me, who are born in them? To me, they're born in them. Not doing it. It would do what I want to say. I'm not sure. Now, who they can't be born in? I don't take things for granted. No, 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 no. I don't think. The Bible says, for the web, he said something. He said, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Is that what he said? Did it end there? He said, in any tongue. So apart from certain weapons, there are certain tongues that also destroy. So God, by his word, has separated tongues from weapons. Naturally, I say, 
and you are there and people are making declaration about your life, saying things about you and you are quiet. No. No. You must build a spiritual doom like Israel has built. When they fire the missiles, the doom must also release against them and blast it in the sky. I refuse it in the name of Jesus. Somebody met me. Hey, me, you was talking about one of my sons. Hey, me could me say that be on your own. Oh, I grown up there be in your grosser. Straight. Mommy penny pa. One day mommy to leave to another woman. Mommy penny pa. Straight up. And some of you think that oh, it is a normal thing. It is normal. No, this life is warfare. Beloved, this life is warfare. How come that we could have a dream and sleep and we feel like somebody has hit our leg with a stick? We wake up and it is paining us. This life is warfare. Don't joke. And the warfares that we, con- we, are, we are in, they are not physical. They are not of this world. They are not normal. So please, it is time for you to be conscious. So when people come to you and they are talking to you, why is their speech staring anger in you? Why? And you are there watching. You are there watching. You are there watching. No. No. Hallelujah. Take it from me. This life is not fanfare. I say it's not what? But it is a warfare for a welfare. If you have to feel well, you have to be okay. Boy, oh boy. Don't take things for granted. No, 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 no. Don't take it for granted. One day I went behind my back here. And I was there. The kids came to tell me that the, there's a man behind the, the house. Uh, he, he, he jumped over the wall and came to the house. Blah, blah, blah. I went there. I said, Papa, Papa, I said, Oh, man, I'm going to Oh, I'm going to tell you. 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 I'm I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to it's an elderly man. But say one shay year, people will bully you, they will manipulate you with certain things like age. And you won't say, Mammy Penny, you know, you know, but why can't say you can't penny any? Hey, listen humbly, like the way I say, respectfully revoke it. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? One day a woman told me that I've insulted her. What did I do? She made a declaration and said, I refuse it in the name of Jesus. I refuse it in the name of Jesus. You see, you see how things can go? Now, you see, I wish I could have a, a lot of days to teach on spiritual warfare. Because there are so many, some of us, we live our life as though there is nothing at stake. We can go to market and buy anything and put it on our hair because we want to look beautiful. That's the reason why you are not married and you don't understand. That's the reason why no Christian brother is saying I love you. Only useless guys with their trousers, their bottles, they are the ones telling you I love you. 
we smoke a because they are the only people you attract. Because what you answer one but what the veil be a cutter when you are now when you know and go for you, we smoke useless people be now a pursuer. You don't understand it. I had an encounter with an agent of the devil. I can confidently say this. I had an encounter with an agent of the devil. And one of the things she told me that day, she said many things. There's an agent of the devil who was sent from the coast. I am telling you, this one is not second-hand information. First-hand information. Back-to-back encounter. Back-to-back encounter. I was swimming in Accra. I was swimming in Achimota School. I was in Achimota School. I was swimming. I was in my swimming pants. Before I could realize, may the pants need to cry for a crab, be do or dance, you are coming in dance. May miss you. Do we travel with a swimming costume? I traveled for the first time when I got to the house. My uncle was in the house, my mother was not there, was drunk. When she, he saw me, when I got down at the Akamani dancing, I met this lady who happens to be a member of a fellowship I belong to and was part of the choir. And she was a very nice sister. Speaks nice English like you so I, you will like her. Like everything about her. And she was part of the intercession de- department. fellowship Now if you have people like this in the fellowship. Hey. Lift your voice. Don't let. You don't understand spiritual things. That's why you behave the way you behave. That's why you behave the way you behave. You come and see some of us. We are not sleeping. Not because we don't, we don't know how to sleep. We know how to sleep. We know how to sleep. Sometimes we wake up and we have to intentionally. We have to, I have to wake myself up wide to be able to. There are several times I meet me Sometimes you have to sleep on the floor like that. And that's your cow. Yeah. Why? Because we have certain understanding. The moment I got down from the car, this lady met me and said, Ah, David, as for today, I want to know your house. I've been, we have been friends. I've never visited your house. Hey! It was normal for me. I mean, you can't think anything. It's natural. Though we walk in the flesh. It's a fleshy thing I was seeing. I said, okay, okay. I was in swimming costume. My towel was in my school bag behind me. And I'm saying swimming costume. Na metina kem. Satan na wini ba road na say it na casting na. Efa achimota. Satan na musati achimota road na dan cast. Tiomo ba achim achimota achimota. Let me reach them. Me reach them. I'm talking about around 1997. She saw from a landy ya. Eja, have you realized that there are certain people who can come into your life and you realize that? I say. You, I say you like them, but something in you is you are not fine. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? But what's what? Won't me more like that? So that kind of and I, I say, or oh, two ladies say, we'll be embarrassed. Oh, and him. So it's like you have that thing. So okay, okay, let's go. When we got to my uncle, said that my drunk uncle, I've never seen him drunk. He was drunk. He said, Oh, Kwame, Waba, oh no, get it by all that. And you feel you die, you know. The whole flat giant. So I entered my room and started. I, I started uh, 
change him. Before I realized, the, the lady entered there. And I'm talking to you about a prophecy that was given years before that year. About three years before that year. Because the lady became a friend of mine two years. And the prophecy was given a year before the friendship. So I remember it very careful. And the prophecy was a group of us who were praying. And a word came that the enemy has sent 50 ladies from the coast, the sea, to I mean, among us. So we should be alert. But then we believe certain things. I think I like the way I'm starting this series. I didn't mean to make it a series, but it will be a series so that you can understand spiritual warfare. When the prophecy came, my God, I'm waiting to see some because we have been taught that Rastafone, that guest we're waiting for things like that. My God, that day the prophecy came. That lady was part of the fellowship. So what God was telling us when the Bible says God declares the end from the beginning. What does say? So when the Lord was speaking to us, they were already there, but yet to manifest. They have found their way into the department, finding ways of means of quenching the fire. At that time, this town, it was easy to be born again because prayer fairness was really on, on a top notch. We were praying on the street. We were chasing witches. We go for witch hunting. You have called night prayer walk. Witch prayer, we, we, it was normal. We didn't have time. We don't go for prayer meetings and say we are praying for two hours. No, there's nothing like that. We can go six o'clock. By the time we are realizing, we are leaving the place 2 p.m., I mean 2 a.m. in the next morning. We have closed prayer meeting 10. And whilst we are going, we told ourselves, this was the kind of life we're living. So how would the enemy get access to operate? Only to come among us subtly. And that is why I'm telling you that there are certain human beings who can become a snare. Timpaibona me no boy, you know. I say, I don't know. And this lady was my life, my God. This lady was in my life for two years. She moved with me to the house. I, I never took church members. So if, if you're a lady, you cry there, you don't come to my house. But this lady was the first fellowship member that followed me to the house. That day, yes, it's your boy, Nebo. Come and see Revelation. And that day, she told me something. And this story is the reason why it has brought all these things. She said something. As I'm teaching this, in, I'll be unveiling certain things because I have had three major encounters with human agents, demonic agents, in my life. Now, I didn't have confidence to talk about it. I was telling Pastor Ima that I didn't have confidence to talk about these things freely like I'm doing because I didn't know how people would think of me. Because if you're not careful, people's immaturity can even cause them. But after I listened to that testimony by uh, Pastor James, I realized that no, I need to talk about this thing. Because this thing this man has gone through, I have faced some aspect of it. She said something. He said in the realms, in their kingdom, he said they have a perfume. You like perfume? Two, one, two. They may have the same 212, which is not an ordinary 212. But that perfume is intended for an agenda to Satan. He said they can spray the perfume on their body. 
if she sprays the perfume on her body and she passes like this and you also pass without concentrating on her, you also pass and you are not filled with the Holy Ghost. I want know. You are not filled with the Holy Ghost. The moment you will inhale in the, the, the smell, it will be nice in your nostrils. So you will tend to look at who is carrying this nice what? Show me. And the moment you turn like they said, the moment you turn and you look at her back, if you're a man, even 50 years, if she needs you, any time she needs you, she knows how to call you for you to come to where she is and then whatever she wants to do, they will do with you. It was amazing. And she said something. He said, you people don't know what you carry. In fact, I was confused because this is a Christian sister, supposed Christian sister. And the thing she was saying, so I asked, I said, Jennifer, what I said? She, <laughs> she shouted on me with a very bold voice. Don't call me Jennifer. I'm not called Jennifer. Then she mentioned her real name. She said, I came to the earth as Jennifer, but I'm not called Jennifer. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ is my witness. When the lady left my house, from that day till now, the landlord doesn't know where she is. The house she came to rent at Old Town, she abandoned it. When we went there to look for her, the landlord said something. He said, since the lady came to stay there, he had, it had, ne- he had never felt like asking the lady, where do you come from? And they don't know where she is. She has not come to the house again. From that time to, as I'm talking, she abandoned everything she had. So where did she go? Where did she go? You live your life. You live your life anyhow. Beloved, so are you sure that all the food we buy outside, it's okay? Ah, so if you are conscious of this, knowing very well that you can shake a hand and your destiny will change, how come you woke up without prayer? Your problem is you are not conscious. You don't believe certain things. That's your problem. That's your problem. We have shaken people like this and they have, they have put their hands before. We are not even conscious of it. We didn't know what we were doing. We've met people face to face and they bowed their head. I don't want my mom to do it. It happened. Or that he appeared to here. Not a different person. It happened to me. I come from mountains, prayer meeting, uh, I mean, uh, fasting and prayer. Mountains every When I came, my mother had gone to market. So the door was locked. So I went, I was going to the market for a key to come and open for that days that we spent. This is the reason why this is actually the foundation of Plutus Camp. Since I got born again from 1994, I had never enjoyed Christmas before except last year. Now, the reason why it happened like that, that, I, that during Christmas I fast. So one day I went for the fast and I came, was going for the key, met a woman, trying to greet the woman on the bridge that crosses from uh, uh, to Telabuati's place. And the woman went there alone. Scratch her thing. I don't know where we are getting to a mission, sir. Wow. When you say, when I'm Kai Moses, when Moses came from the mountain, these are spiritual realities. These, are, these things are there. These things are there. And you don't take things for granted. Over the night, when I was praying, you know one thing the Holy Spirit told me? He said, pray for, pray for your bodies. Minty be that. So have you heard that? Have you prayed and prayed for your body before? 
How many of you have prayed for your body before? But can you imagine the Holy Ghost was telling me, pray for your bodies. Pray for your wife's body. I said, what is that? He said, arrow of our flesh. Pray for body. Body. <laughs> this body. No matter how anointed you are, if your body is not healthy, how much can you do for the Lord? So sometimes Satan will not touch your anointing. He will not touch anything that will let you feel. He will let you pray. Still go ahead. But he will make sure that he sends affliction to the body. How many of you believe that by his stripes you are healed? You know the scripture but you don't believe. Because whoever believes receives. The proof of your faith and your belief is your reception. I have been a victim of that. That I know of a scripture, of a revelation. But yet I have not believed. So Jesus asked a man, do you believe? He said, yes, I believe. I have my own belief. So sometimes we, we misrepresent knowledge as faith. That you know doesn't mean you believe. How many of you, how many of you don't, how many of you, who here doesn't know he has to pay tithe? But how many of you do? So the proof of your belief is your what? The manifestation, your reception. Are you getting what I'm, t- I'm teaching you here? Life is a warfare. If you really want to have a welfare, don't take it as a fanfare. No. We went to play football here. And before I realized, <laughs> I've broken my arms. Then Prophet Dan called. He said, man of God, having to realize that every June something happens to you. I said, yes. He said, that your hand was broken. It was an arrow that was, that was, that, that was flight, I mean, flown to your direction. And then I decided to study the trend. And the following year, I realized the same thing, something like that was happening. The whole time I'm saying, I will not take it for granted. I have to change the status quo. And I'm done here now. You are there. You have seen your senior sister not married. He got married. Pregnancy failed. Nothing is working. It happened to you. There's a certain trend. And you are there watching things. You think it's normal. You have successfully proven it by science. You have successfully proven it by science. Who in Jesus' family died and resurrected? Everybody in Jesus' family died and died. But he died and resurrected. You can also change the status quo. And I pray that the grace to do that will come upon you. Everybody at the 56, 50, no BL. Hey, mine was you. It must not be your story. You know that, you see, in the realm of the spirit, there is a, what we call satanic program. There are programs set in place. The moment you fall in, I say in the Kenika, there is a program. So when you see something becoming a trend, ah, don't wait to be poor. Sell Masino. I see Gideon, go back to your father's house. Rain down the altars. There are altars that must come down. You don't joke with it. Am I saying something very important here? You don't joke with it. 
Hey, there are people who could never touch, could never touch Abraham, but they touch Lot. They touch the, the servants of Abraham. They touch. How did Abraham meet Melchizedek? He was coming from war. He was coming from war. The man of faith, oh, the man of faith went to fight. Why didn't he stay in his house and say, I, I command Lord, Lord to come? He took weapons and went to the battlefield and fought and returned with a booty. Meanwhile, they couldn't touch Abraham. Sometimes you may not be touchable by your son, your wife, your, your house, your business. So wake up and make a declaration. Tell the Holy Ghost, help me. Pray aright. Because there are certain areas you may pray 25 years, you will never pray about it. Ibn Amibusa, have you prayed for your body before? You have never. So when you get when you get headache, you think it's normal. Satan is stopping you from coming for Tuesday service. You say it's headache. It's an arrow just to stop you. And you don't understand. It's not normal. Don't take this normal. I say we are in a war zone. I say we are in a war zone. Look at such a nice husband that God gave you. All of a sudden he has changed. And you are there watching things. And you are following certain philosophies that people are saying, Hey, no, 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 no. If you have met Jennifer the way I met Jennifer, and she had told you that there are perfumes that catches the attention of people's husbands and people's wives, you will understand that the change of life in your husband's life is not normal. It's not normal. And you rise up, you wake up. May the spirit of the warrior be released upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. From today, may you be conscious of your environment. You step into a car, you don't wait for the driver and trust the driver. We don't trust the driver. No, we trust the presence that is carrying us. We trust. If, if, if Jonah can be the reason why distractions will happen to vehicles, then there are certain presents that can cause your destiny. They may end your life in an accident. Hey, speak in that car. Don't be quiet. We have been quiet for far too long. We have been quiet for far too long. We have been quiet for far too long. Don't be quiet. The Bible says, in the mouths of babes and suckling, he has ordained strength that we may silence the enemy. No. I've been quiet for far too long. Anytime I get to the side, there's a prayer I pray. I tell God, I said, this thing will not kill me. It's a prayer I pray. When I look at a project now, it's a project that is, is, is a killer. To a pastor like me, it's a killer. A pastor without salary, it's a killer. He said, yes, we're there. We're celebrating Jesus. We said, God, thank you. Because your word says that you will build it with us. And you have done it. And you have done it. As I'm talking to you right now, the company is coming to finish up every piece of the roofing today. This morning, I'm sure they are there. By the grace of God. Yeah. By the grace of God. He has done it. He said, I will do it with you. He said, I will do it with you. He said, I will do with you. Look at somebody and say, baby. Oh, look at him and say, baby. Life is not a fanfare. If you want to have a welfare, be in the warfare. Sit down. Are you here or you have gone home? For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. So the next thing I want you to understand is that 
This battle is not physical. It's not fleshy. Hallelujah. I said this battle is not what? Fleshy. My God, somebody can be standing in front of you and be insulting you. It is easy to slap the person. That is an error. So Paul says something. He said, when I throw my blows, he said, I don't throw my blows in the air. I, I hit target. Why? By intelligence or spiritual knowledge, he's able to know what is the cause of this. He's able to know. What did the scripture say in the book of Psalm 80? 82. He said, they know not, neither do they understand. He said, they would die as mere men. I saw a scripture we have been reading almost every day. I saw it this morning. Let, let me see if I can find it. Romans 8.13. We, we read every day. But the first statement. Stop what you are doing and look at it. He said, for if ye live after the flesh. What did he say? Was this a would it be beer natural, natural, natural? Me to watch a me mohumpaye, me to cook, cook with the every factory, dimensia, so me to a me yet, there me pay be a rough rough. Would it be beer natural, natural? So be if for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. So, so there be revelation in our can spiritual death. Me to me, all die be die, all die be die. Ye shall die. Ah, God told uh, uh, David quoted a scripture that he will cause his angels to bear you in their hands. If it were you, you would have said that when Jesus, uh, Satan quoted to Jesus, you would have said that, oh, hey, David, the assembly, hey, David, the assembly. Uncle Pierre, discussing Uncle Pierre. Don't be taking things for granted. If ye live after the flesh, the time was so sorry. I bomb pie and I joke. It was so bomb pie. We are also bomb pie. Yes, here lunchtime. Yes, all connected. Ubia or sister one. Yes, I want your conscious. Ube was it they know not. Neither do they understand. Therefore, they would die as mere men. You have to wake up. Whatever is not nice with you. Put it right. Put it right. Put it right. Don't don't wait. Don't wait for. Look, in this life, nothing happens by itself. Everything has a cause. You may see the effect, but you should be intelligent that this effect, this is the cause. David appeared in the battlefield and a Philistine was standing there. This is not the first time Philistine, Palestine, Palestine, Israel, Philistine were harassing the Israelites. Goliath was there insulting. Insulting. Now I'm going to show you something. Goliath was there insulting, underrating, degrading the children of Israel, which must not be done. This were the same Israelites that at their sound, nations send delegates to meet them on the way. I'm free Egypt, no more, but I'm cross the Red Sea, you know. When the Bible says, when nations hear that they were coming, they said to go and beg them not to pass through their town. I'm afraid baby, because their God is mighty, and they said, Bible says that they have heard what their God has done to other nations. And they go near to Israel, and can't 
abomination for desolation is in the holy place then you should know that the times are not normal yes so David said that is there not a cause is there not a cause why should this happen is there not a cause I know Israel I know the God of Israel who gives this guy the chance to do this it's because somebody is quiet the, do you know the cause? The cause was that the king that must face this one was a shepherd boy in the savannah. Why? Because the anointing had come upon David and the spirit of the Lord has left Saul long time and he didn't know. He was sitting on the throne. We don't fight battles with throne. We fight with, with oil. You. By the anointing, ah. every yoke shall be broken. So you may be sitting on the throne, but the power of the throne may have left. Amen. So when the man with the power of the throne arrived, what Saul was afraid, he was ready to swallow. Because the kingly anointing was upon David to do harm. Do you know what happened? Saul tried to give him his armory. He said he can't bear that one. Because at that time, do you know why? The weapons of our warfare, they are not canal. They are not in Saul's type of armory. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So it may be a stone, but as long as I'm shooting it through God, it is mightier than the armory of Saul. There is a cause and there are effects. When you were growing, look at the dreams you used to have. Very beautiful dream. Look at the visions. You had nice visions for your life. But as you are growing, Look at, you have, you have given them up. Beloved, can I tell you the truth? The truth is that whatever you envisioned, even whilst you were a kid, were truly the true reflection of what God had for you. Were truly the true reflection of what God had for you. A lady was sitting where this lady was sitting. And one day I was preaching, I told her, God said that you are supposed to marry a white man. At that time, he was going out with one of my pastors. Is it normal for me as a pastor to tell the person that God says you are supposed to marry a white man? They went ahead. What they went through. And the lady there with my pastor. Like, if I say, do you understand it? Just to hell with your anointing. As I'm talking to you, the lady now calls the pastor a witch. And as I'm talking to you right now, He's married to a Jidioko call somebody, some red gown pastor. Because of disobedience. There were two people. One of them, two days after the prophecy, a white man, they came to do dam here. Eh? Met her and said, I want to marry you. I want to marry you. Oh. I say, oh, Timothy. Per the prophecy, which a good warfare. <laughs> Whatever happened, <laughs> but you see, you don't doubt the voice of God and expect success. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. Are you here? You have gone home. Amen. So we are talking about spiritual warfare. We are talking about spiritual warfare. How did my uncle get drunk that day? It was because one of the things the lady told me is that that day was her last day on earth. 
She told me that day. He said that day was her last day on earth. And I was part of her assignment. She has looked for opportunity to finish it. But she's never been able. So that day, she has to finish it. She told me. She mentioned me. She mentioned brother Tipo. She told me. She told me. So not seeing him, her, I'm not surprised. you see we'll get there there are some people who find themselves in an environment even in a church where spiritual warfare is taught in the exhortation of satan and therefore it makes people walk about thinking that everybody is a witch that is another dimension of an attack from hell dragging you to a place that makes you miss everything. And therefore you walk in deception and lies. Second Timothy 4 7. There's a, there's a serious scripture there. It's a very popular scripture. But this morning the Holy Spirit opened my eyes and I saw something. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Beloved, look at the scripture very well. If you fail to fight, you can't finish and you can't keep. I have fought a good fight. Because of that, I have finished my course. Everybody has a course. The Bible says that since we are surrounded by a thick cloud of witness, so let us lay aside every sin and weight that easily besets us, that we may run the race that is set before us. Everybody has a race set before him, and on the race that I mean, the race that is set before you, you are supposed to finish and finish well. Paul said, "Run that you may what obtain." But if you are not very careful, if you don't fight a good fight, you cannot finish and you cannot obtain. So Paul said, ask for me. I have fought a good fight. Didn't you read in the Bible? He said he fought with the spirit of Ephesus. He fought with the principalities and power, the demons of Ephesus. He fought them. I have fought a good fight. Paul entered the place and he saw a lot of idolatry and a lot of, I mean, evil. And that was where he quoted that he saw that it was written somewhere that the foundation of the Lord stands sure and the Lord knows those who are what? Yes. He fought. Did you read it in the Bible where a serpent came out and bit Paul? He shook it into fire. He didn't die and that was a venomous serpent. He fought. Paul fought. And because this matter was awful, baby, a poor kwaku preaching or he could have died on the way. So that assignment of God for his life, he may not have finished it. So if you don't fight, you can't finish. You can't finish. The guy was in a boat. The boat was going, about to be drowned. The guy started praying, praying, telling God some things. And then an angel of the Lord came to me and said, "Chairman, okay, boniati." And she money be a best but he be making sure life will be anywhere there day a better perish. That's what I'm telling you. I say if Satan cannot touch you, you can touch your ship. You better plead the blood of Jesus on certain things and cause certain things to be covered by the 
God so that the devil cannot touch it. You always pray for yourself. When was the last time you prayed for your husband, your wife? When was the last time you prayed for your children? When was the last time your children were going to school, you called them and laid hands on them and pleaded the blood upon their lives? So Satan came, he couldn't touch you, but he'll go to Hector. One of the things that a believer must cherish is focus and stability, which is birthed out of peace of mind. So the Bible says that the peace of God shall govern your heart and your mind. And when Satan distorts your peace, I'm telling you, you can't have control over your mind nor your heart. You begin to make mistakes and errors in the spirit. But the Lord will help us. I say the Lord will help us. Until you accept that this life is warfare and you, will, and you wage a good warfare, you cannot finish your course nor keep your faith. He told Timothy, he said, this charge I commit to you, O son Timothy. I'm talking about 1 Timothy 1.18. He said, this charge I commit to you. Then he said, according to the prophecies which which has went before, I mean, which have gone before you, said that thou by them might wage a what? A good warfare. Wage a good warfare. Get up. Timothy. Now listen to me. This scripture stands for two things. Because of the prophecy, you have been drawn into warfare. That is one thing. And because of the prophecy, you must also stir up a warfare. That's another thing. Because the truth is that what was the vision of God for Israel was not for them to remain in Babylon. So Bible said that I, Daniel, understood by the books. Your understanding of it does not bring you out. It is your warfare. So though Daniel has understood it by the books, but yet they were still in captivity. He started praying and contention rose up in heaven. He persisted for 21 days and he broke through. And that was how there was a release. You can't be quiet. Say, I want to be quiet. Hey, listen to me. It's 30 minutes, 30 minutes, my one hour born. Fine girl, fine girl, prayer. Some of you, it is time for you to pray until you begin to doze. Oh, child, you when you come. You begin to doze. Yeah. There are some sleeps. They are called the sleep of death. Bible friend of the sleep of death. But see, wake up, oh sleep. See, when you must say, oh so cobra. Mr. Oh so cobra. For two thousand and four. You don't know what is what is ahead. But I can tell you straight. I told you last year that this year will not be easier. It will be harder than last year, didn't I? It is going to be harder and harder. This one is not because God has revealed it. Listen to me. It's because biblical prophecy says so. It's going to be harder. And it is only the hardest that will overcome. So you better go and toughen yourself. I know somebody. I can mention the name of the person. Went to his... Hey, there are things. There are things. Now you don't know. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday we closed from church. And a church member brought a sister. By the time attacked with uh, breast cancer, by the time they entered my office, I saw the spirit of death with her. I was listening to her story. 
Then the Holy Spirit told me, he said, this is witchcraft. You're at office, why? You were there, you saw what happened. Oh dear, you're fine, get fine, guess. Ah, why? Where you're fine, get fine. I don't know what came into the lady. I don't even remember ever meeting her before, but according to her, she said she knows me. When she went down that attack, she called that she wants to meet me. As to why, I don't know. So right after the meeting, I didn't even touch her. I didn't even touch her. We dealt with that spirit. Come and see there. supernatural power. supernatural power. There is another supernatural, evil supernatural. We can say supernatural. Now I say a bro natural. And so more Bible says that that money did work for him. He did change to the sun right there. What it did? Demons can let you do certain impossible things. Now come back. The other thing is sorry. You couldn't say that money there. You couldn't say banana. You couldn't couldn't banana. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to pray. What do you think? Yes, Give me the spirit of the warrior. Is that a good prayer? Give me the spirit of the warrior. You have to be conscious. Some of you, the devil has made you feel like the moment you are on high hill, you cannot be possessed. Even pastors. Even pastors, I'm telling you the truth. Usually when you go for prophetic meetings, or so forth, they never tell a fine girl you're a witch. All the good prophecies go to people who dress well. When you're going for a prophetic meeting, dress well. I'm advising you. They look at a certain lady and they will tell her. The only time they will tell a lady there's something wrong with a lady is when they realize, oh, are you married? No. Those are fearful. Oh, yes. Well, are you married? Oh, my God, yes. I'm going to show you a scripture. Should I show you? Should I show you? You see some of you, you don't know. There are scriptures. I'm going to show you a scripture. How you can be deceived by a prophet. A prophet, we are, we, when we're praying, we prayed against men that can be snares and women that can be snares. I'm going to show you a prophet that can be a snare. Let's look at Hosea 9, the verse number 7 to 8. A prophet that can be a snare. Wake up preaching. The days of visitation are come. The days of recompense are come. Israel shall know it. The prophet is a fool. <laughs> the spiritual man is mad for the multitude of their iniquity and the great hatred. Verse 8. The watchman of Ephraim was with my God, but the prophet is a snare of a fowler in all his ways and hatred in the house of his God. So sometimes Satan can lead you to a certain prophet and by the time you realize is the reason why your life will not do well. Best say on come be a bit divert your life. I'll come here before from. Bible ne kanya na meka. Sorry, I did the BH. No, the BH. You want to be say BH? I want to say Moses. That prophet is a fool. That's what the Bible is saying. 
Follow everything. Follow everything. I'm preaching. I'm a good preacher. Or you don't like it? Me, I like myself. (laughs) The prophet is a fool. And he's a snare. The prophet is a snare of a fowler in all his ways. In all his ways. Man of God, they also associated in all his ways. He's a fool and he's a snare. When I follow you, I will preach. <laughs> Somebody has gone to a spiritual OPD. What is wrong with you? I was so different. I said, I said, I said, I said, What is more ancient than the blood of Jesus? And this guy too has believed it and he's still there. So he went to ask him, have you accepted the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? He said, no. Has the prophet told you about salvation? He said, no. Yeah. He's a fool. The prophet is a fool. You say you're a prophet, you don't preach Jesus. You're a fool. I'm not the one saying it too. The Bible is saying it. Oh, you don't agree? You don't like my preaching? You don't like my preaching? You don't like my preaching. I've seen you don't like my preaching. I didn't come for you to like me. That's the truth. Look at somebody and say, fight a good fight. This life, if you would go to win it, you need to fight a good fight. You are going to rise up on your feet and pray, Lord, give me the spirit of a warrior. Give me the spirit of a warrior. Let me never lose that consciousness. Give me the spirit of a warrior. You see, when you have the spirit of the warrior, when we say we are going for all night, you run there. We say we are going for camp meet, you run there. We say we are going for prayer mountain, you run there. We say we are coming for Friday meet, you run there. Give me the spirit of a warrior. Because if the battle doesn't come to me, I have to take the battle to them. If the battle doesn't come to me, I have to take the battle to them. Do you want to lift your voice right now? And lift your voice and begin to pray. Lord, grant me that spirit of a warrior. Grant me that spirit of the warrior in the name of Jesus. Whatever came upon David that he saw Goliath and confronted Goliath, Lord, release it upon me. Are you praying? Lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice. Church, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice in prayer. Give me the spirit of a warrior. Give me the spirit of a warrior. As a church that we may rise up, O God, just as Israel rose up against their enemies. Le panda pakapa, le ko shakata, le braduatada, zebada bakapayada. In the name of Jesus, I'll be teaching you on the spirit of the warrior, not today. But remind me that we do. But one of the spirit, the one of the characteristics of the spirit of a warrior is that he is smart in discernment. A Sunday like this, we're in church with my mother, and just at the time we we're about to close, a prophecy came, and it was my mother who gave the prophecy about herself and her household. No, my mother said they have a way to give her their prophecy. I still welcome that. I still welcome that. There is the Bible says that there are 
the gifts, there are operations and there are administrations. So you may see one operation like this, another operation will be going this way, but it's the same Lord, the same God, and the same Spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? When she gave the prophecy, that day we went to church, not no food. Well, if I had clothes, there was not going to be any food. And the prophecy was like, somebody is bringing a gift. It's a gift of food. Then he told my mother. My mother is the one speaking to her. told my mother. He said, don't touch. Make sure you don't touch it. He said, be to me, fetch it. The moment we close, we close. A taxi driver, a taxi driver came with one of my grandmothers. And then me now, my grandmother, they brought bottom of cassava planted food stuff. And that grandmother used to give us a lot of money. When we meet her, she gives us money. So we like her. So we're happy. The children are happy because food has come to the house. We have been hungry for some time. And then my mother gave us instruction. That Sincerely speaking, I'm telling you. The last time some funa could be an anointing or the goose and could decide. Tell you all your party and Kenyan could be pa. Tell you careful. Where else we were putting the food on fire? My God. The Holy Spirit went to my mother and told my mother, I didn't know what they said. And you know, my cousin was here. And my mother remembered. My mother left her meeting, came home, stopped us. They gathered, you know, Simon Francoche. Do you know that when we carried the food and we went to dash it out? This grandmother who came, brought the food and left, came back and said, Abna, me the idea be chona se umpa. I didn't know from Adi any day, eh, mommy. Who feel be angry now, be? The last time I met you, Sam, I met you six years ago. As far as I met you, pa, when I met my grandmother, I met Sam, I bought something. You know, Sam, I'm the guy. I'm in Kwanini, I'm in Nami. Abna, se me the idea be chona ni se umpa. Hey, you were not there. How did you know? How did you know? It happened to me. Somebody brought me a birthday gift. I've told you that story several times. The Holy Spirit told me, burn it. I was shocked. Nothing you said, they make sure much my damn food. I didn't mention no, you or you didn't win because they catch my damn food. Be sure, no, maybe we ask you, God, give me the spirit of a warrior. Lift your voice in prayer, lift your voice in prayer. Zebra Are you praying? Give me the spirit of a warrior. Give me the spirit of a warrior. Le Kapala da Shakato Balaba. Give me the spirit of a warrior. Le boro shekatala mahata. Zeba ba 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 bo shekatale mo shakatae. Rakabala baluatande mekapanda da da da. Zikada bala balandiato sheketele bo shakapa. Iyatane mekapandu atende mekapa. Ziga baluatende ni niyatana makapandu ati. Atini mekapandi akapalu atandi diata. Lekapanda yakatini miapa. Azinda bagapanda da 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 da. Rakapalu atende mekapaliata. Iyatane mekapandu akapa. Ayanta da kapalu atende mekape. Iyakapalu atanta. 
Pour it upon me, O God. Rakadam the Yakapa. Pour it upon me, O God. Lekatan Nabadapa. For the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord moves something at certain times in the valleys. I pray that that Spirit will come upon me. The Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon something and he lifted the city gate. Lord, give me the Spirit of a warrior. Rakapam Dakapa. Legapatuakapa. Ayata Dakapaduakapa. Yakapalatan Diatata. Azokapaduakapandada. Rakapanda Pakapa. Azakapa. Rakatinini Katanda Bakapa. Azunga Pandiados. Ratanidiapa. Eliatanidiakapandiapa. Yakapandada Sata. Yakapanduakapendiata. Alika Duata. Azinda Banapa. Yakandiapanduakapa. Ayatanikapando Sata. Eyakapala la bosa. Azinda diato Zada. Rapandiata. Eyakapala la la. Zatini mekapanduatada. Ayate palo shakapa. Zatini mekapala. In the name of Jesus. The day you cut the spirit of prayer and you begin to pray marks the beginning of your deliverance until Daniel understood by the books the deliverance of Israel was locked up as you have received the spirit of the warrior may the spirit of grace and supplication answer to you in Jesus name Amen Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.